0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex.
1: <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower.
0: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
2: Catching Fades is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Catching Fades, got our fan question of the week. What are the three major attributes for the ideal pass rusher? You know I'm saying that's fitting because we do got future Hall of Famer Jared Allen on the show today. You know what I'm saying y'all stay tuned. Y'all don't want to miss that. But what three attributes make the ideal pass rusher? Now I done play with some greats now. I'm going play with some goons. So I had to think about it. You know what I'm saying? Size. I kind of canceled out size. And Donald alone, he made me cancel out size. It don't matter how big you is. You know what I'm saying I seen a lot of I don't, I really can't name them, but I seen D linemen come running super fast, 40, get in the league. I probably could name them, but I won't get in the league and they trash. They that 40 don't mean nothing. So speed, yeah, I don't really care about your long speed like that. So I man, I thought about it, man. Out of the guys I played with, guys I grew up watching, who I love. First and foremost, They got to be a dog. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a dog. And now when I say that, I mean a dog as in just like a regular dog. My dogs, I go home. If I get a tennis ball, I run outside right now. My dogs hop up. They ready to go. It don't matter if it's cold. It don't matter if it's hot. It don't matter if it's raining. It don't matter what the weather say. It don't matter who I got with me, what other dogs I got with me. They ready to go, period. You know what I'm saying? No matter what the workout is, we finna run all the way up the top of this hill. Them dogs are going to be ready to go. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't care what the circumstances is. They just ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So they got to be a dog, first and foremost. Attribute number two, I say it's a quick twitch. They got to have a quick twitch. They got to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Because I say that because the D linemen are the wide outs of the defense, in my opinion. They're the wide outs of the defense. They always trying to get rid of somebody to get to the ball. They just like the. They just like the receivers, man. The o and they're the corners. they just like us. They work together. They better work together or it's going to be hard to handle some of these guys, right? So O-line the corners, D-line the wideouts. You got to be a, you got to be a, uh, you got to have some quick twitch in order to be a good wideout, man. So if you're going to be an ideal pass rusher, you better have a little wiggle about you, some great quick twitch. I think the most important thing, the most important thing, I think the dog, being a dog might be the most important thing, but. All three of them super important, man. So the last thing is a motor. You got to have a motor. Your, your first rush got to look the same as your last rush. Your fourth quarter rushes should look the same as your first quarter rushes. Your, your January rushes should look the same as your September rushes, right? So that motor, man, and you ask anybody who got 20 sacks, they will tell you hustle and motor alone probably gave them four or five of them. That's one fourth of them, quarter of their sacks off hustle, off that motor. So that motor is super important too, man. So I think you give a guy, you give me a dog, that's going to be his personality. you born like that. So you give me a dog with some quick twitch and the motor, he's going to keep going and keep going and keep going. And he got a little wiggle about him. That's the ideal pass rusher right there. That's, that's, he could, he, he might be 230. I've seen this guy in 230 pound frame off the edge. I seen them in a 300 pounds frame in the middle. I seen this guy at a 240 perfect frame on the, off the edge. So a 6'5 skinnier frame off the edge. So anybody type could be those three things. But you need those three things to be an ideal pass rusher. Man, you look at I, I put out a list a couple of days ago. My top top six uh top six uh pass rushers. I had Shaq Barrett, number one. So look at Shaq Barrett, Show a dog. He for sure a dog, I played with him. I know that for sure. Got quick twitch like a wide out. Then, you watch him, he never stopped rushing. The first move don't, don't work. He spin out of it, do another move. That motor is always going. You see how he played in the playoffs. That's January football. It looked the same as training camp football. So, he got all the attributes and he the best rusher in the league, in my opinion, right here today. Uh, those three attributes also describe somebody else, man, Jared Allen. We got that man on the show today. Catching phase with me. Y'all don't want to miss it. Stay tuned.
3: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh,
2: my.
0: Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze.
2: I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me.
3: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The NBA Finals are finally here, and FanDuel Sportsbook has a championship offer you don't want to miss. Because during the finals, new users get 30-1 to odds on either the Bucks or the Suns to win that next game. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. I'm going to ride with the Suns next game. All the stars is healthy, CP3 on fire. I'm taking the Suns. With FanDuel Sportsbook, there are more ways to win on FanDuel during the NBA Finals. And when you do win, getting your money is a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with the promo code CatchingFaze to bet on the NBA Finals with a 30-1 to odds. Once again, that's promo code CatchingFaze to unlock 30-1 to odds on either team to win their next game. Exclusively on FanDuel Sportsbook app. You must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Indiana, or New Jersey. Must wager in a designated offer market. $10 first deposit required. $150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-9-WITHIN in Indiana. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey. We got five-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro future Hall of Famer, Jared Allen on today. What's up, baby?
3: What's up, man? How are you?
2: I'm all good, man. How you doing?
3: Oh, I can't complain about a thing. You know, just out here uh, living the
2: lake life right now,
3: enjoying the summer.
2: That lake life. Tell us about the lake life, man. What what, what you do on the lake all day?
3: Oh, man. Good to see you. Usually, we just got out of here, so, you know, I just spent a couple of days getting settled there and getting the boats right, getting the boats over. Yeah. But typically, we uh, we wake surf in the morning, then we take out the uh, the bigger boat, relax, relax, um, kayak hang out you know a few libations and um, then surf again in the evening
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: grill, grill grill after that the lake life uh, have a couple have a couple cold ones go to sleep <laughs>
2: just repeat you know just wake up do it again <laughs> wake up and repeat it <laughs> that's what's kids, up man the kids
3: drive it though it depends the kids are out fishing right now so the kids want the dog fishing having a good time
2: okay 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 uh let's get to it so you you Born in Texas, we talked about that. You know what I'm saying he grew up in Cali, but how you end up at Idaho State, man? I want to know.
3: Oh, so you want the long version or like the Cliff Note? Um,
2: whatever, whatever version you want to give us.
3: <laughs> so, uh, as people might know, I was a bit of a of a troublemaker when I was younger. Uh, no, we. Had, so I ended up. I ended up. Uh, I was actually committed to the. I played my community to the University of Washington. I My whole dream was to play in the Pac-10. Obviously, growing up in the Bay Area. Um, and, you know, I my junior year, we all thought it'd be really funny to, uh, as, a, as a prank, you know, I guess it wasn't a senior prank because I was a junior. We uh, we stole a bunch of yearbooks. You know, we knew everybody on the yearbook staff. And so we just, we thought it'd be funny to take all the yearbooks. And then, of course, none of us bought the yearbooks because we knew people that were on the yearbook staff. They just right. gave them to us for free. And we just thought it be really funny if nobody could get their yearbooks. And then, you know, I was like, well, I'm also poor. So I should sell a couple of these yearbooks to people that want yearbooks at a discounted price. Exactly. Uh, the school didn't find that as funny as we did, and uh, <laughs> kicked me right out. Lost. Uh, I think I ended up losing my 13 scholarship offers because of oh, it. Oh man. Uh, went to went to Los Gatos, um, and it, it kind of we had this like underlining agreement, like I would leave for overcrowding, you know, and I was because I was already on an interdistrict transfer. Um, but yeah, my dad called me. He was like, "Hey, you Dub's going to offer you." And uh then I got a call I was like, Hey, we just talked to your other school and they told us why you left. Uh, we're gonna go a different direction.
2: <laughs> oh man, that's good
3: old good old Idaho State was there with open arms and uh
2: gladly, and that's where I ended yeah, up. gladly had you. <laughs> 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 so you dub, you dub is is what you dreamed where you dreamed about playing. That's where you wanted to go.
3: Yeah, it's because uh, coach was Coach Moses, I think. Mosley or Moses was, was, the, was, the, was the my was my recruiter at the time. And uh, you know, we had some people from Los Gatos go up there. I think we had a Quarterback or a wide receiver that went there, or wide receiver. Um, yeah, I man, I just, I just, I, I just was, I loved their program at the time. And then, uh, oh, yeah. And then, um, you know, and, and then I didn't really, I didn't want to do the prototypical go to, you know, Northern Cal kid because I was a Cal kid. So, I, you know, I couldn't go to school in SoCal. That would just be sacrilegious. <laughs> and, you know, so, you know, and then my grades weren't good enough for UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Fresno State, actually, so Fresno State, they wanted me just a long snap and I was a, a red shirt. So I was like, you know, I was a stubborn kid. I'm like, I'm not registering. red shirt. I'm going anywhere. Can't I don't have to red shirt. shirt. And, uh, yeah, so we ended up at Idaho State. And then, um, yeah, the rest That's, is history.
2: Yeah, man. So, so Idaho State must have had something because you, you all conference four years straight, you balled your ass off, but you stayed at Idaho State four years. How they keep oh. you there four years, man? What they? Well, I tried to get out. On. So I tried to get
3: out my sophomore year. So, Coach Oops, uh, Uperessa, our offensive coordinator, went to SC my sophomore year, and he's like, "Man, I got a scholarship waiting for you, Jared." So, you know, I went and uh, I called my dad, and I was like, "Hey, I think I'm leaving Idaho State, and uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go play ball at SC." Right. And he was like, "All right, then you need to, you know, walk in." I was like, "I'm gonna go tell Coach that I'm just going home to the ranch and gonna he help you with the horses, and uh, like I'm done, you know."
2: Right. And my dad was like, "Nope."
3: you be a man. You go in there, you tell them that you're leaving. You're going to transfer this that, and the other. So I went in there, told my coach, Hey coach, I'm out. I need you to sign my transfer slip. And he said, no. <laughs> oh man. And I was like, is this one At that time they had the transfer portal, you know? So when we came out, you had to, you had to get approval. Otherwise you, you couldn't accept permission. money. Otherwise exactly. you couldn't accept money. And SC was like 20 grand a year, you know? So I was like, I can't pay to go to SC and, uh, or semester or something like that. And, um, so that's the short story. I ended up staying at staying at uh that's you know at, at Idaho State, and which it worked out well because I hadn't accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish there yet. And uh, you know, I had a but our punter Eddie Johnson who got drafted the year before me to the Vikings, he was there with me and uh you know selfishly they all wanted me to stay. But it was funny because my coach at the time, Larry Lewis, who I'm still dear friends with, he was like, Man, Nick, if you would have come in and told me that, you know, you were just going back to home to be on the ranch and do the horses i would let you go and i'm like that
2: was my idea. <laughs> that's what like, i said i was going to like, that was my idea my whole was the whole, tell
3: the <laughs> truth and be honest uh, like, that's funny that's funny
2: man, that's funny, man. so so you pretty much <laughs> flying under the radar high school then college so you kind of fly under the radar you go fourth round right but you come in balling man nine sacks 11 sacks so I think then seven and a half, something like that, then 15 and a half lead the league. So how you think your – what you? What was it about your game that that it just translates to every level that you go to, man? What was it about so,
3: it? You know, I always had great coaches that were technicians, right? And
2: right.
3: Uh, And then I was always just angry. I just – you know, I was always pissed off at everybody, you know, just because um, – <laughs> you know, I, i got drafted 126. So there was 125 people I hated.
2: Exactly. And, uh,
3: and so that was just always my mentality. I just had a workhorse mentality. And, um, and, you know, I came in and I had a nine year vet and Bonnie holiday in front of me. Um, and, but I got some really good advice. You know, I got, you know, Bob Carmelo's first of all, great, you know, obviously my coach, Bob Carmelo, it's, he's passed away there, but every, every level, Mark Ray in college, I had phenomenal technique technicians, right? So, you know, at, at some point, you know, technique, and then you put attitude effort and athleticism, what you want to call it? As long as you have technique, you, you you're gonna you're gonna win more times than you're gonna It's gonna, gonna
2: take lose. you a long way. Yeah.
3: And uh and then you then you just have and then you know again, like you know, people always said I just had this always had this attitude to do whatever it takes, you know. Um, I don't care if I had to eye gouge you, whatever. just that, I just football was always this place where you could legally hurt people without going yeah. to jail for it, you know. Uh, I was always attracted to the violence of it, and that's probably why I played defense. And so, you know, that was just kind of my mindset. And I came in, I had Bonnie Holiday and I had Eric Kicks, great. And, and I got to give them all the credit because, you know, they probably weren't expecting the fourth rounder to come in and, 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 and challenge it for a starting job. But and man, that, they, they, they showed me the ropes as a vet, took me under their wing. Um, and again, just, just, I, I was always had this mindset when I got drafted, you know, I, I was always like, okay, this, it was scary because I'm like this was my lifelong goal since right. I was eight years old. So now that I reached my goal, well, what do I want to do? So I reset my goals and I said, I want to be one of the best ever, you know, I wanted, I wanted to, I want to, so you know, I was like, you know, one old saying, like, right? you know, if you shoot for the moon and you miss, you might land on a star. So
2: exactly. uh,
3: people thought I was cocky and arrogant because I, you know, meeting with counselors and coaches, they're like, Well, you know, you're we in a long time. I was like, I'm gonna start at defensive end. So y'all can it is what it is. Exactly. And uh, and actually that was my mindset. I didn't I didn't care who I had to run over to get it. Um and I just you know, but Sean Barber once told me too, he said, he goes, Listen, man, you gotta make your 20 plays because it was hard to transfer, you know. As as someone who was always a starter. And then you get drafted on the fourth round. Now you're running with the twos. You know, right. you're running rookie stuff. Uh, you're on, you know, doing scout team and practice. Special and teams. Special teams, like everything. So you're like, when am I going to, you know, when am I getting this groove? And Sean Barber told me, he was like, listen, man, you got to make your 20 better than his 40. And that's just the truth of the matter. It is. And then week six, I got the really? starting nod and Bonnie holiday. This is why I love this man so much. He gave, he's the one that called me. And he told me, he's like, Hey man, he's like, you're better than me. He's like, you're, you're, you're you know, your numbers, you're, you're producing more than me. You're getting the starting nod. I'm obviously going to try to take it back, but just wanted to let you know that you earned this and uh, don't let it go. And that was it. N- it never did.
2: That's real shit. That's real shit. You, but you know, you know what I say is Why you just hop in anywhere he go. He just hop in and ball because he got that Texas water in his blood. Maybe <laughs> that's what it is. He was born in Texas. He was in the womb drinking Texas water, man. It's in our water out here, man. But look. So, what was it, year four? You led the league in sacks, 15
3: and a half? Yep. Year four, I, I came in. So, obviously, I got in trouble in year three, right? I got, a, got, a, got that DUI in year three, and I had to uh, do my suspension in year four. Um, yeah. But I think that was just it kind of refocused me. You know what I mean? Like, a, if you're not in it, you don't understand. You don't understand right. how, how crazy it is, how
2: fast we, it can go,
3: how fast things you know. And, and it's not like you're out trying to get in trouble. It's just one of those things. Mm. And in, in the time when we came into the league, we didn't have these, you know, we didn't have these safe rides. We didn't have, you know, Uber. Anything. And nah. I'm not, yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not dismissing behavior, obviously, at all. I mean, I think my people know how I've, you know, how I've changed and done all this stuff, but but it was crazy because you just next thing you know, you're starting. You got you're getting, you know, a league minimum. I laugh now these kids at league minimum making four, five, six hundred thousand. We were making about two twenty-five right. when we came back.
2: Exactly. And I, <laughs> and I thought I was like the
3: richest person on the face of the <laughs>
2: earth. I'm like,
3: here I am. I'm 20, I'm 23, 24 years old. I got some money in my pocket. I'm starting, I'm in Kansas city where people think I'm walking on water right now. And, and you're just the making process. Doesn't always line up with, 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 your moral compass and coach. So after I, I got a couple sacks taken away from me in uh year three, I, I had like nine and a half. I lost two on like a Wednesday. So I ended up with seven and a half. And I was just, I remember I was just pissed. Right. That whole year I was like, I didn't get 10 sacks. Like this is ridiculous. Just by, I was just adamant. Right. And so I just I went back, got back, and you know got back in the gym. Took advantage of being in the program, you know, not drinking for two years. Lost right. like 25 pounds because when I came to Kansas City, I was like 265, 260. First thing I did when I walked in, they said you need to put on 15 pounds. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Like, all right, cheeseburgers and beers, it is, you know. <laughs> and because right. that was back in Marty Ball, still we were still running power football.
2: Exactly. And uh,
3: and so yeah, so I dropped that weight, dropped back down to 255. You know, again, had another chip on my shoulder, you know, pissed off at myself, pissed off at everybody, you know, I only had 14 games. And so, and that just kind of became my, my, my deal is, is every year that I just reminded myself like that you can't ever get caught up in, in what you did the year before. You know, you had 11 exactly. sacks and you're thinking you're, you know, you're King Dingling. And I just, every year would remind myself, I, so I would what I would do. I would go back and i watch every bad rep I had from the year before. And I would yeah. just chew on that. You don't no matter how many sacks I had, I would just chew on that, chew on that, find all the yeah. negative crap I could find something writing about me and just try to prove everybody wrong.
2: Hell, yeah. That's, I kind of had that same mindset. I, I ain't really start mind about, like, till I really got to New England, man. I got up there with Bill. Then you kind of see how Bill treats the building. It's always like, I don't know none of you motherfuckers. This is a new year. Let's go. Who's starting? Who the quarterback? Who the tight end? He kind of just treats the building like that. That kind of gave me a, a, different, a different outlook on my – on my off season, man. But uh, so you, uh, 2007, 2008 season, you get traded to what the
0: Vikings? By, so the Vikings. Yeah, after
2: this, so, how, so after how was that? How was that? Did uh, did you? Was it your 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 stay was burnt out, man? You wanted to go, you wanted to stay, or or how? No, I I wanted, did, I I wanted to go? stay. I,
3: I plan on being a chief my whole my whole career, and and uh, so they were going to extend me in year three, right? We talked about it, and I said, you know what, guys, like. I'll sign my tender. Right. Cause I was already, I was a little noisy tending me, but I'm like, I get it. I got, let me prove to you guys that, you know, that I'm, I'm through all my, my dumb youth stuff that I'm grown up. Right. I got my head on straight. And, uh, but I told him, I'm like, if you franchise me at the end of this, like I'm going to take that as a sign of disrespect and that you don't want me here. So, you know, play, play, play the, you know, 2007 season, lead the league of sacks, thinking I'm going to get this big extension um, and it didn't come, and especially not at the at the numbers that we were we were talking about. Right, it just didn't come. And then they tried to franchise me, and so I told them, I'm like, listen, I wouldn't I wouldn't around. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> so, um, yeah, asked them to got got the trade. Ended up getting traded to, to the Vikings, where I wanted to go. Um, they actually tried to deal me to Tampa Bay, and and I was just like, yeah, we're not not doing that. So I ended up getting Vikings Viking Minnesota, which was great. Childress, and then you know having the Williams Wall up there was. Was insane. I had some, I had some good D tackles in uh, in Kansas City. John Browning being one of my favorite, and probably one of the most underrated. But uh, man, you got batting Kevin Williams. It makes it a lot easier to <laughs> to play football. Yeah. So a lot so yeah, to man. Was, it was it was a tough deal, but you know, I had Herm Herm as the head coach then, and he was totally cool. and And he was like, Jared, I get it. He's like, I get it. And believe me, Kansas City was one of the hardest things I've ever did. And um, but obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that the good Lord put you in the right place at the right time. You right. know, going up north with, with Brad and the influences of my life, and, and just that state of the locker room, it, you know, I, it was just great. You know, everybody up there was married, with having kids, and in Kansas City, we were all young, hanging out, having a good time, yeah, exactly. and uh, totally and really just allowed me to focus on football more, and, and and even excel and take you know what I had learned and, and and put it so well. But again, it added new challenges, which I like because now you get this exactly. massive contract. You know, and, and, and thank God it did, they didn't give me the, the extension because, you know, the Chiefs, they turn my, they turn our offer to them down. And then Dwight Freeney goes out and breaks the bank. So here I got better numbers than Dwight Freeney. So I'm like,
2: well, this is, this is like hitting the lot out for me. Yeah, that, that was perfect, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so see, I, I, see I, never, I never asked for a trade, right? I think yeah. with me, I kind of be in the building, right? And I, I might say something that's like a little above what a player should be saying, maybe a little under what a coach should be saying. I'm like in the middle. But shit, it ain't my fault. Y'all asked me to be a little bit more than what a player is. Y'all asked me to be the leader of the locker room. Yep. Leader it is. leader it is. So when I speak out as one of the leaders, you know, you kind of get slapped on the wrist for that shit. I ain't never really understand. I think that's how I left Tampa. Probably that's how I left Denver, too. Probably just a little too many
3: well, coach-like, I'm,
2: coach-like yeah. statements in there.
3: I try to tell people all the time, too, I'm like, Coaches has bigger egos than any player I've ever met.
2: Man, listen.
3: And, and it is so true. And I said, so we, never, we never crossed paths as far as, like, you know, playing. I don't think we even played against each other, did we?
2: Maybe, maybe once maybe. or twice. Yeah, maybe once or twice, early Tampa days or something. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, uh, Super Bowl 50, I Carolina. Oh, definitely. yeah. Yeah, in the I Super Bowl, we played the chip. Them. We played yeah, the chip together.
3: I, better, I, I, try to, I try to forget that game because I don't know how lost For real. <laughs> oh, you know how I was supposed to be in Denver, too, right?
2: Was you so Denver, that 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 Carolina year? Huh? I remember. No, I remember it was
3: no it was, Chicago. So I was supposed to be in Denver versus Chicago. So Denver offered me right away after you know from free agent open, right? Yeah. But I was like, man, listen, I I want to go. This is my first time in free agency. I'm like, I want to go up there and take a visit. Let me get up to the locker room and visit and make sure because you guys were running that hybrid. I'm like, let me just make sure I fit in this in this system.
2: Right. And they were like, and they
3: were like, no, we need you to sign now. And I was like, well, I can't sign. Like I can come up next week because you know that now they have the early offers, but you Mm -hmm. can't come in for like a couple of weeks. And then, and then Dallas got rid of of where, and I told my agent, I go, where's going straight to Denver. I'm like, that's (laughs) the the perfect fit for him. That's where he's going to go. You know? Uh And uh, so, yeah, but yeah, they had offered me to come up and I was just like, Hey, I need to, I need to come visit. And then, um, and then we, then I was supposed to go to Seattle. We didn't get the deal worked out. Then the bears came in and just threw a bunch of money at me. And then I finally was like, that was a that was a whole dog and pony show. That was a whole nightmare up there. And uh and luckily Foxy came over there. And I know Fox through blazer. So yes. I was like, man, Fox, I was like, let me just go finish my career with my hand in the dirt, you know, let me go to Carolina, which was great. We had so much fun, that was such a great year. You know, mine you losing the Super Bowl, but yeah, I was really was supposed to be in, in Denver. And you got my boy Fred Pugage up there. Fred is my guy.
2: Pug, you, that's my dog. Yeah,
3: yeah
2: Boog, yeah, that's so my dog. Fun.
3: I've always admired you because you've always been like, I, I always try to be my authentic personality, no matter what, right? What you see is right. what you get. And there's a lot of coaches that, that don't like it. Uh, I'll tell the GM real quick how I feel too. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to be the guy working my tail off in the building. I'll be the first one there, last one out. And I'm going to show up on Sundays and do my thing. I'm going to play hurt and play tired. Right. Uh, so yeah, but it, it's, it's funny because if you don't have the right staff that can appreciate that, Right. They will. They'll try to run somebody quick about the building,
2: exactly. and
3: and people don't understand, like you wanted me to be this guy, exactly. Now, now because you don't like what I'm saying, now you don't. Want I gotta go. Exactly, man. I'm <laughs> telling
2: you. I, I I feel like that's how my my tender ended in them in them uh in them from them two teams, for real, man. Let's get back to them Vikings though. Uh, uh, Gus Ferrat and uh my dog Jackson T. Jack. He leave out the building. Brett Favre, walk in that thing, man. Tell me about playing with Brett Favre. How was that? Because I play, so, I played with two goats. That's another goat, though.
3: Yeah. So, so really, it's, so you you know what it is. So you play with you play with Brady. And you played with uh, you play with Peyton, right? So you understand, like, but Brett, Brett and Brady might be on. Like Peyton's up there in that in that upper echelon. Like, you know, weird how people geek out. But Brett just had this stigma, this aura. Like, Brett is the celebrity celebrities want to hang out with. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. so, so this dude, this is the best way to describe it. He comes in, and I look over, and man, half of our team's faces are glued to the cafeteria window, watching this dude get out of the car, walk in. And I look at it, I'm like, it's me, Antoine Winfield, Kevin, <laughs> Pat Williams. Chad Greenway, we got a bunch of all pro pro bowlers just drooling like, up against this window. like, <laughs> And I'm like, this is a different dude. Like, this is just a different dude. And it was you just and he walked in the building. He has this presence about him that you just like, man, he just has confidence. Like, he just knows we're going to win. Mm-hmm. And so that so that translated over to everybody. I think everybody plays a little more loose a little more you know i don't want to say out of your comfort zone but you push yourself because you're like i don't want to be the person to let down this guy
2: exactly right? or
3: or i want to impress this guy i want him to think i'm just as good exactly and, and it's and it's crazy how it works and, and i tell you what like that 2009 season that's probably the most fun i ever had playing football it was just it was just magical man things would just happen
2: i'm telling you it's it's and it'd be like they were playing with them goats man it's- that that confidence that 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 they breathe throughout the locker room is is crazy how they make a if you was a if we could rank players one through ten, they make all the five sevens. They make all the sevens eight yep. and halves. The eight and a halves is nine and a halves, right? They crank yep. everybody play up, man. And I think me personally, I think it's just the confidence that them guys that they got. They make you, like you said, you want to impress them guys. You know what I'm saying? For yeah the coach, I wanna yeah. impress my quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Well,
3: because because the coach really become insignificant at that time. Right. Because like you come in and, and it's like you know Brett came in and this dude changed our entire cadence day one, <laughs> right? <You're> like, <laughs> like, what? Did This just happen. Like this it dude is. just changed out. Like doubts that Hunt doesn't exist anymore. Nah, you know, that's like, crazy. Some, something else, you know. And then, you know, then he then you're getting back into it. So now you got receivers who were who were okay, thinking they're they're the next Jerry Rice.
2: Exactly. Like, these dudes are like.
3: You know, because I mean, you look, at, you look at the evolution of Sidney Rice. Sidney Rice had all the skill set in the world when he came in with T. Jack and, and Gus Frat like you said it, and, and all the quarterbacks along the way. But when Brett got in the building, that dude <laughs> became the second different. birth of
2: Randy Moss, and I was like, it was different, right? <laughs> but all of a sudden, Bernard Barians
3: taking ninety nine yarders every other, you know, I'm like, what what happened?
2: This shit crazy. This shit
3: crazy. And, and so I, I think, think you just you look at, and so now you know, so now your DBs, now the receivers have have extra confidence. Well, now your DBs are like, hold up. You know, now you're not showing me up. So it's all these internal battles, which then translates to the D-line. Now I got an extra second. And now, hold up, we're going to be – if we stop to run, we get the ball back to the offense, we're going to be playing with a lead most of the time. Exactly. Versus, I mean, I remember in 08 when we were there, it was like guys were trying to run the ball 30, 40 times on us, you know, because we'd be in tight games because they'd be like, hey, they're going to run the ball with, a- with AD. They're yeah, going to play it. hardcore defense. So you had to fight and claw to get, in, you know, third longs. And it just – again, it was – it takes it takes a stress level, like you said, and then you don't even really yep. care what the head coach is saying. Cause you're like, man, offense, you don't score points. This is great.
2: Exactly. <laughs> As you know, you 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 so comfortable, you could take more chances on defense. Cause we got Brett, right? If I fuck yeah. something up, man, Brett to come score a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. it's crazy playing with playing with guys like that, man. So, uh, so Hall of Fame, man. What you thinking? You know what I'm saying? What <sighs> is is this your first year eligible for first ballot?
3: No, last year was. So I made the finals last year. Um, so which. You know, I had no expectations of being in first ballot. I, I tell you what, it, it, it's humbly. <laughs> I, I, no, no, I, I, so I got to the finals and then, you know, you start thinking like, cause it, the hall of fame is weird, man. Like you're, you're getting judged on something you did so long ago. Right. right. Cause you know, five years out, I mean, you know, I got kids and life and all, you know, you're just, exactly. you're just living. And then they want to come up and you're like trying to sell yourself. And I'm like, but you just gotta look at the stats. Go watch film. Like if it's up to you, you know. So, so you
2: actually like interviewing shit for? Like you gotta talk well, about
3: no, it? So, no, like because so, yeah, you have your presenters, right? So each each uh, wherever you decide, like me, I had Kansas City, Minnesota presented me, right? Um, And then you make it through each stages and and all this. But you know they would they like they'll ask you questions like, well, how do you want to be presented? And I'm like, I don't know. Like it's on you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> read my stat sheet. I don't know. So That's for funny. me, it's just. You, know, you you end up talking a lot about you try, you know, it's, it's weird just talking about your, your past and everything you used to do, but it really has no bearing on your future because the writers are going to vote, you know, in not a popularity contest. And then you have, you have so many, because the way our, our system's set up, you know, you can get log jams sometimes. So you have all these deserving people that, that are there. Right. So for me, it was like, I had no, 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 I was like, man, if I make the finals, I thought there's a chance I could make the finals, which I did, which was awesome. And then, but then that starts creeping your mind. Like, man, there's, there's a chance I could be in the, in the hall this year. Like this is, this is insane.
1: <laughs> really but then,
3: and I gotta be honest. So I got, I have some buddies that went through it. Right. And so typically I guess you go, you know, you get the knock or the call. So you have to go to the Super Bowl, and you're all dressed up and you either get the, the phone call, which means you're not going
0: or you right. get the
3: knock and you're going down to be inducted in the hall of fame. So I was like, at least save saved me grace this year. I didn't have to travel to football, exactly. You know, to fame, <laughs> have my family, have a tuxedo on and be like, man. Oh, sorry. You didn't get picked this year. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. So that's like, that's like the NFL after the NFL, right? It's like, all right, here's my game again this year.
3: That's crazy, so, man. So it should be, it'll be, uh, it'll be curious to see, I mean, see how the, how the voting goes this year. But, uh, again, it's one of those things where I, I laugh I told the reporter after, you know, how do you feel about getting in? I said, well, man, I, I said, I've I've not been a hall of famer for 39 years. Right. My wife still loves me. My kids still love me. I'm still having fun. So when it happens, it'll be amazing. If it happens, it'll be amazing. Uh so I just enjoy the ride. So that's kind of how I, I focus it. But I mean again, just to be mentioned in that breath because you you hear like you're the finalist list, or you, you hear right. the guys that are on that list and you think back at the history of football and you're like
2: shit Man, upon, a, he, right?
3: Like every single one, and that's that's what I understand when people get upset, like, oh, I didn't get in or I didn't do this. I'm like, bro, every single person on that list was like a game changer, right? Every yeah, single sure. one was somebody that, you know, for me at least, like I can think a list like that. I looked up to. Or that I can imagine like I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have my game after, parts of my game after this dude. Or right. you look back and you're like, dude, those people dominated for like a long time. So to have your name in that in that breath, you're like, how do you, how do you in good, in good conscience say anything negative? Like you just take it right. when it comes, you know?
2: Right, right. I'm well, you know, I don't know. We don't know shit, but we pretty sure you're gonna get in probably next year, year after sometime. And you can't come in the league and go ham ham for <laughs> 10 years straight and not go to the Hall of Fame, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially a player of your caliber, man. So it's just a matter of time, Jerry. You know you'll be in there. But we get out of here, though, you got to tell me about this Iraq little tour, man. It's 09 Iraq tour, oh, man. Oh,
3: yeah, that was crazy. So, you know, I'm a, my my, grand, my father, my, not my my father, but my family, my grandfather was in Marines, my you know, my younger brothers, my long line of, uh, you know, military veterans in my family. Right. So it's always been something I always, always loved. So I got invited on a USO tour. In, uh, in 2009, man, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was crazy. It was surreal. Like at first I wasn't sure if I was going to go. Cause you know, so far, um, but I went with like Fitzgerald and everybody. They're like, dude, you got to go. And I'll tell you what is life changing to go over and see our men and women, you know, in action and go see like what their daily sacrifices are. And, and just like little things, like not being able to talk to your family, but maybe once there,
0: you
3: so they, they, you know they can't talk to their family, but once a couple of weeks, and you're gone for 12 months, so we really just put life in perspective, right? Like, yeah. you know, and I had someone tell me that said, "Listen, the United States will always fight on the road, so they'll never come here, right? We'll always be the road team, so we can sit at home, bitch, complain, and do whatever we want to do, and not think about it. And when you go over there and you, and you see, and like I said, it's not it's not always the wounded that the death, like that stuff makes national tension it's the fact that imagine being away from your wife and kids or husband for a year straight, you know, maybe 18 mm-hmm. months, 16 months, or some of these guys, 10 tours and, 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 and the things that kind of come up. And then, so when I got back, you know, I knew I wanted to do something to help my country and, and kind of serve those who serve us. So I started my foundation cause I found out about the gap in adaptive housing when our men and women come back home that are injured. Right. Oh, so yeah. we started, we started building, building handicap accessible homes where I wanted vets coming home from Iraq and Afghanistan back in 09 and we've just been cranking along uh, ever since. And um, so, yeah, man, it, it was, it, like I said, it's it's one of those things that it's just how I recommend anybody that has a chance to do it, go do it just because it really is an eye opener. And it really, it makes you realize how blessed and lucky we are to play a game and, 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 do the things we do because, you know, there's people out there that literally when they say freedom ain't free it's not, there's it's, and I think what, what strikes me to my core is that, you know, a lot of countries it's mandatory that you serve. Here in right. the United States, it's all voluntary. So there's men and women who volunteer to lay down their life so I could sit at home and and you know play football, collect a handsome check, and and you know just hang out and do and do what we love to do. So for me, it it was uh, it was kind of one of those things where you know I got I got to do something to, to repay that, and uh, so that's how I started my foundation. But that was what that trip was about man, it was crazy. It was it was so much fun. It was like I said, it was fun. It was emotional. Um, it was nuts. I met some great friends. I had some great memories. So it, it was a cool deal.
2: That's what's up. That's so I gotta up, say man. something
3: before we get out here too, bro. I love your broadcasting. Like I don't Appreciate watch much it. football. I don't watch much football anymore, right? So let me tell you a quick, quick story. My buddy calls me. Goes, hey, do you know Akeem Talib? I was like, not, not personally. I know his reputation. Why he goes, bro? He's in the booth
2: now. And I was like, <laughs> he's in the booth I was like, hey, they be I'm fucking them up. up, Jerry. This mean, like, is my reputation I and shit, yeah. right? And they were like, keep so, in the booth. Yeah so I
3: like, man. I was like, I was like, oh hold on. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh I gotta listen to this. So he's said, like, we're gonna put it on the game. And it's nice to have a defensive person, you know, actually giving feedback and in a way that isn't just these square quarterbacks, all exactly, buttons. Exactly. Like it's so tired of that. Like it's so so dude. I gotta say, I'm loving it, I'm enjoying it. And uh, it. all my buddies were like, dude, this is the best
2: they showing love too hey they showing love man i'm getting why do i think it's something football
3: needed like it's something football needed you know what i mean like you need you need a fresh young just yeah different perspective yeah
2: just i think a lot of the booth gonna start changing you know because the game changed for real i mean nothing against them other guys but the game different now then you know what i'm saying wide receivers don't put their hand in the dirt no more we don't play with fullbacks no more like yeah it's just a it's just a different football game man so you need some different knowledge in the booth but I'm getting good feedback, man. Hopefully, I can get in that motherfucker four times, J.A. yeah. You know Yeah, I'm dude, saying. I, I,
3: I hope so, dude. Because, like I said, it's it's it's, it's refreshing. And like yeah. I said, I don't watch I don't watch football that much. Anyways, so, sometimes I'll turn it down. Uh, but yeah, I was I was dying. I can't remember what game game it was, but I was like, this dude is killing it. I was like, this is great. So, hey, I
2: appreciate it, J.A. Uh, uh, we catch a phase, Jared Allen, man. We already know he's going to the Hall of Fame. Future Hall of Famer, man. We praying for you, man. We'll see you on that thing next year.
0: I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.
2: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise.